There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do you do any alternative meats or sides for Thanksgiving? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen... What? Alternative meats. Yeah, alternative meats, alternative meats. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We are meat curious at the Lindstrom house. We have decided that we are not probably going to do the traditional Thanksgiving turkey. Oh my God. And we are trying to um, decide what meat, what other meat we would like to make the centerpiece of our table. What brought that up? One wonders six five one six four one one zero seven one. Call with your alternative meats and uh, and sides. I mean, like if you just do like completely like off the rails, nothing traditional. Let us know six five one six four one one zero seven one. You know, honestly, it's like, like I don't know. Turkey's kind of boring. Like I like turkey. Don't get me wrong. I love turkey. I like turkey. <laughs> But I love some I do I just don't need I, we've done it every year. So have, do you have options like things you've thought about like Yeah, we've thought about all kinds of things. I know it sounds silly, but we one of the things we thought about was a chicken. People like chicken in my family a little bit more than they like turkey. And okay. all right. um but then you know we were like, "Oh, do we do like a beef tenderloin?" But we do that for Christmas, so then it was like we we're probably not going to do that. Anyway, I was just curious, like what other people do? 651-641-1071. If you go off the beaten path for Thanksgiving. Off the meaten path. Exactly. What are you serving up? Uh, let's go to the phones. Jack is on the line. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. This is a fun topic. It's my favorite holiday, and I love eating. Yeah. <laughs> I can Those relate. Those two go well together. Yeah, right. And so in addition to the traditional turkey gravy stuffing mashed potatoes we had like green beans i came from a big family so there was corn there was squash there was uh sweet potatoes there was um pheasant venison yeah and oftentimes uh you know my brothers would go hunting and get a squirrel or something and mom would cook it and and not everyone would eat it but it would be there it was quite a spread Wow. I really appreciate that you had multiple meat options. I might oh, yeah. I might learn from that. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, I think you should have squirrel. I mean or rabbit. Yeah, why not? But we did I mean we talked about backyard. Having a little turkey on the table so a that we're not turkey. like a teeny a tiny turkey. turkey. Like literally just a breast of a turkey. Just to be like we did a turkey thing. But then also throw some other meats on the table. And I like the idea of venison, honestly. Let's go to Naomi. Hi, Naomi. Naomi, have you uh do you do like a non traditional turkey feast? 
Well, this year we're doing non-traditional in that it's a turkey tailgate. So everything of the meal is going to be something you can eat with your hands. Ooh. Well, that's fun. Yeah, what what made you decide to do that? Well, uh, the first time we did it was when our grandkids were toddlers and sitting down to the table was just too painful. So um, we did something so they could run around while they were eating. And this year we're doing it because we can't all be together on Thanksgiving, so we're going to do like a pre-Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. oh, I love that. Clever. So what kinds of things do you put on your uh, hand finger food menu for Thanksgiving? Uh, one of them is Rachel Ray's um, stuffing muffins. So it's all the stuffing, but it's in like a muffin tin, and you bake it, and you can pick it up with your hands. Ooh, that sounds good. Interesting. And another one is... Um, it's like a like a croquette. It's got mashed potatoes and whatever you want, but we'll probably put turkey in there, and then you um, shape them kind of like a football, and then you roll them in crumbs, bake mm. them crisp. Yum. Okay. Well, what time um what time should I be over for that? <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you for that great idea, Naomi. I like that. That's that's a creative Turkey way of doing day things. Finger food. Just all things you can eat with your hands. Let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. Linda, what's the non-traditional Turkey Day feast you have? Well, since my family doesn't get together on Thanksgiving, um, like my siblings and everything, because we're all dispersed, mm-hmm. we get together on the Friday after. And since we've all had our big turkey dinner on Thursday, on Friday, we are having crockpot. So it's various soups and chilies and all the fixings for that. Nobody has to work hard. Yeah. Easy cleanup. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Do you reuse parts of the Thanksgiving feast for that? Like, do you throw a little turkey in the soups or do you try to stay away from it? It's whatever anybody wants to make. So I, I usually make chili and I do it in advance. So... It's not turkey chili, but it's, yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank it's you. It's a great idea. Yeah, thank you, Linda. Uh, and let's go to Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen, tell us about your non-traditional Thanksgivings. Well, I only did it once, Colleen, but one year for Thanksgiving, I made a most delicious dish. It was butternut squash lasagna. Mm. Um, yeah, we really, really enjoyed it. And I kind of would like to revisit it again. What was it? What's in it? Turkey. I mean, what's in it besides butternut squash? Um, There's um, butternut squash. Like it was like parade, if I remember correctly. I I got the recipe out of a parade magazine article. Mm. Um, So the butternut squash was pureed. I think it probably had a little bit of like a cinnamon to it, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then there was a bechamel sauce. Oof. And then um, I remember you use that um, those mozzarella balls. Slice those up. That was um, that was in there too. The cheese, maybe just ooh. across the top. That sounds so. real good, idea. Karen. I'm going to be googling that just for regular yeah, it was dinners. Rich and decadent. Oh, I love it. And, and I also just wanted to tell you guys real quick that J Lo was in Cleveland on Saturday night. She was helping induct um, LL Cool J into the Rock and Roll Hall oh. of Fame. Ah. And um, so, yeah, she must have been doing all kinds of that private jet stuff. Yeah. She got oh, that I'm sure. Malibu by, oh, by that yes. woman is one of the hardest working celebrities in uh, Hollywood. That yeah. is for sure. She is yeah, everywhere. She looked, she looked real good. Of course. She real good. Which, of course, she did. Thank you so much, Karen. She probably doesn't have butternut squash or uh, no. lasagna for no. any reason.
No. Uh, let's go to Sherry. Sherry, you'll have the final word. Hey, Sherry. Sherry, what is the non-traditional Thanksgiving meal you have? Well, I'm right along with Linda. We do crockpot um, soups and chilies because we have all the um, orphans over for Thanksgiving, the people that don't have families. Ah, uh, yes. That's a clever idea. I know, I like that. Thank you, Sherry, for your call. Well, I'll let you guys know what right. we uh, end up doing. Give us a full report on your non-traditional yes. turkey spread. But everybody had some really good ideas. Yeah. That's kind of fun. I just, you know, sometimes you just got to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, you do the same thing every single year. I think our COVID year where we just had nothing Thanksgiving-y kind of turned us on to this idea of like, we don't need to be married to the turkey dinner. Yeah. We can do things our own way. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, somebody who's doing things their own way Kim Kardashian, uh, is she or is she not in a relationship with Pete Davidson? We need to get the Cobra gang together because we don't know what's happening. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Uh, we got to talk about a little mystery on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Um, and it's, uh, it's a, it's a potential publicationship mystery. And in order to do this properly, I think we probably need to get the Cobra gang together. Sure. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, with a Cobra gang, if you've got the crimes, we've got the time, with a Cobra Okay. What's going on? Well, that is, I think, the question. Here's what we know for a fact. We know for a fact that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were at Not Scary Farm with Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Double date. Double date. And that they held hands on a ride. That's what we know. Meaning, we have pictorial evidence of that. That is public information. We've yeah. seen a picture of them on the log ride holding holding hands. Yep. But then there's like competing narratives happening. Okay. Let's start with this one from Hollywood Life. Okay. And I just want to read you some words uh, courtesy of a source who let Hollywood Life know that, uh, as I said, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were holding hands. When they walked in through the exit of the ride, they were holding hands. They kept talking and looking at each other. They were with another couple who sat in front of them. Okay. Pete was nonstop smiling, and Kim is turned towards him for most of the time, except a few moments. This is what the source said of the ride that they went on together. Uh, This source also said the two, quote, obviously looked, quote, romantic, and, quote, came as a couple. Obviously looked, well... That seems like it's in the eye of the beholder. Right? It's very subjective. It goes on to say, the article in Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller, uh, that Kim and Pete hit it off after they worked together on Saturday Night Live. Now, I do want to tell you guys that there was a sketch where the two of them kissed, and it was incredibly awkward on all levels. Um, She was playing Princess Jasmine, and he was playing um, Prince Ali. Okay. Isn't that the name? Is that the name of the guy on in Aladdin? It doesn't matter. There's Jafar, the villain. No, not Prince the... Ali is the alter ego yes. of Aladdin that he pretends to be. There you go. It was that's who it was. Aladdin. Duh. Aladdin. And they're on the magic carpet and they're holding hands. And the whole time they're holding hands, they're like it looks like they don't mean to be. Like she's holding it's like looks like when you hold a kid's hand to be like, come with me. 
it looked tense and awkward. Yeah. But then at the end, they had to kiss, and it also looked tense and awkward. Okay, so I saw no chemistry. But according to uh, this source, you know, the two of them really hit it off on SNL and have been hanging out privately on the side several times. And like we've said, they kind of have like they kind of travel in a circle together because Pete Davidson is really good friends with Machine Gun Kelly, who's really good friends with Travis Barker. And that's the whole story. Yeah. Anyway, and lastly, and this is my favorite part of this entire story in Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. Um, Apparently, it felt really important for them to point out that the rumor has it that Pete is really good in bed. And so, of course, Kim well, yeah, she's, that. you know, she's on the rebound. She just wants the, you know, she wants the eggplant emoji. Yeah. He makes her laugh as he does everyone. And it's quote, no secret that he has skills in bed, which well, is a also, must for Kim. That's a euphemism, by the way, for uh, the rumors are he has a large Swanson Groover. Right. Um, so that's the story in Hollywood life. Yeah. Your thoughts? Well, um, I just want to give a shout out to listener Jessica, who sent an Instagram uh, screen cap with a comment under this people exclusive photo of them, like, you know, screaming on this ride. Mm -hmm. A comment from our friend and listener to the station, uh, Justin Anderson, who said, oh, my God, she's having fun. His eggplant emoji is huge for sure. Wow. So I think the, the point is, I think the takeaway is people just assume any woman with Pete Davidson must be excited and happy because he has a large wiener. Lowest common denominator. Yeah. And I mean, who could blame her? And if that's the case, great. Otherwise, it's totally within the realm of possibility, like all celebrity encounters as portrayed in People magazine to be a publicity move. I mean, you know, he's free. They're like, hey, why don't you come hang out? And Kim's like, yeah, sure. And like, people will talk and like, let's make them talk as headlines. Of course. I mean, it's totally seems likely. Well, let's head on over to People Magazine to see what a source is telling People Magazine. Because what do we know about People Magazine? Well, it's usually coming, you know, somebody from Kim's camp or in this case, um, his camp too could be, you know, pushing headlines. Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, hold hands at not scary farm. They're just friends, source says. So then the People Magazine article goes on to basically just say, yeah, you guys, they just hang out in the same circles. They'll just, you'll see them out and about together from time to time. Don't think anything of it. They're not doing it. They're just friends. Um, You know, they've hung out a couple times. They, of course, shared that on-screen kiss when they did that Saturday Night Live sketch. Um, They've hung out before. They were at Kid Cudi's birthday party in January of 2019. But other people were there, too. And, you know, it's no big deal, you guys. They're just friends. Nothing to see here. Although, everything to see here. Yeah. Exclusively on People.com. Just makes me feel like, I think we said this earlier in the show, these are two people who need slash want attention. Yeah. And And they're getting it. They're going to get it. And it doesn't matter whether or not they're in a relationship. Yeah. But I bet that we'll find out for sure. I mean, Pete Davidson. On the new season of whatever the Keeping Up with the Kardashians spinoff is on Hulu. That's entirely possible. Also, Pete Davidson is no stranger to having publationships to being out and about seen out and about in a very public way with women that he may or may not be dating right so right so this could all just be part of his uh regular regularly scheduled uh publation shipping 
Um, but whatever they're, I hope they're enjoying each other's company. Or she's enjoying that, you know, thing. The eggplant. <laughs> which is what everybody. I mean, if you're going to get to headlines, about. you might as well get to, you know. Take it for a ride. Oh my God. What? 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 <laughs> so sick. Who said that? Um, <laughs> you anyway, said congratulations that. to Kim and Pete Davidson. Yes. Uh, keep doing whatever you're doing. Ride whatever rides you want to ride. Hell. And uh, have a fun time at Not Scary Farm. Just keep us out of it. We don't care until you know you guys figure out what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, and then, then just let us, let us know, know yeah. and we'll just adjust accordingly, and it's all good. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, as we do each and every day at two thirty, we are going to expose you. Two, the craziest, stupidest idiots we could find. Crazy, stupid idiots coming up next after this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. It is our job, our duty to tell you all about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for these people. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... And sometimes other places. Like... Where? Utah. In fact, we're going to Bountiful, Utah. That's not a descriptor. That's an actual town. And I want to tell you about a guy who was arrested uh, for shooting his dad. Whoa. That got deep fast. I know. I know. It sounds tragic. But the thing I do know is that um, the, the dad is fine. So, but there was still an attempted shooting. So that's terrible. We wouldn't normally talk about that, right. except everybody's it's why ah. the shooting occurred. Um, and I will just tell you, uh, the guy fired a shot. Um, his dad tried to, you know, wrestle with him during a struggle, fired two more rounds. They both oh struck a gosh. ceiling, but he was able to eject the magazine and flee the apartment. Then police arrived and the guy had fled, but he was taken into custody anyway. So that's all what happened, right? Oof, okay. But that's not what this story is about. What the story is about is what led to that attempted shooting. I bet Why that- did the son yeah. try to shoot his dad? I bet they were arguing, as most people who share a home, uh, over the temperature and the thermostat. No, but Mm -hmm. that's a good guess. Um, Yeah, didn't have to do with that. Did one of them miss the toilet? No, it had to do with food. In fact, it had to do with a food item that I love and actually has been harder and harder, I think, for restaurants to get at a reasonable price and therefore the prices have gone up. It's chicken wings. Okay. They argue say caviar, but whatever. <laughs> no, like chicken wings apparently have gone through the roof. Really? <clears throat> and so restaurants are fighting it harder and harder and they have to pass that cost along to you and people get bitchy about it. Support local business. Okay. So it sounds like 30-year-old Alika Suliafu uh, was charged with attempted murder and a felony discharge of a firearm after having an argument with his dad. Now, he had returned home. Um, the father had returned home with food for the son. Oh, that's a brilliant uh, thing, right? 
I don't know why you wouldn't just appreciate that. Well, he opened the box, and it turns out the wings were not the wings that he had ordered. His dad got the wrong kind of wings. And so he shot him. Okay. Well, at him. He did not hit his father, but... Thank God. He got a gun out and started um, shooting places, and then they struggled and all that stuff, and then he was arrested. And I told you all that already, but can you believe that he tried to shoot at his father... Because his father brought home the wrong kind of chicken wings. I feel like it doesn't matter what kind of chicken wings. I mean, you're gonna they're they're gonna be good either way. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't like saucy wings that much. I would much prefer a dry rub. Sure, but quick question. No, I would not shoot Thank somebody you. for that. Thank you. Mostly because I don't have a gun, but I might get a knife and say, "Look here." No, I would not do that either. Like a butter knife or? No, I have really sharp knives. That's, I do know this about yeah. you, Cutco. No, I have one Cutco. <laughs> We're a Wusthof home. The Cutco purchase is what got me in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not supposed to have anything but Wusthofs in our house. (laughs) It's a long story. Take it up with my partner. Uh, I would not cut nor shoot him most days. Yes. What's who's your crazy stupid idiot? um, We're going to Pennsylvania. Okay. We don't, there's a lot that we don't know about this story. I want to be upfront about this. There's a lot of questions that will go unanswered in this story. Okay. There are certain questions like, why were these two women not getting along in the aisles of the Walmart? We don't have an answer to that. What we do know is there's a perpetrator and there's a victim and there's an implement. And all of that together, mixed up, uh, creates this story of this crazy, stupid idiot. Earlier this month, uh, we're going to meet 20-year-old Tahoni Fix. She was shopping at the Walmart, and apparently Ms. Kimberly Pittman, aged 52, was in proximity to Ms. Tahoni Fix. And Ms. Tahoni Fix was not pleased with something that Kimberly Pittman did in this moment. And so she decided to take some action and what she did will change your life forever. Okay. She threw something at the head of Ms. Kimberly Pittman. Would you like to know what she threw? Um, A brick? No. A stapler. Negative. A steak. They were in the food section. Oh. Specifically in the meat section. A beef tenderloin. It may ring a bell because it was the subject of the last... Oh, chicken wings? No, nah, just a chicken. Cold chicken is how they Ow. how they um, specified it in the police report. She, quote, struck her in the head, in the back of the head, with cold chicken. Wow. That seems yeah. severe. We don't know why. We don't know anything more than that. Uh, they are not related. We do know this. Those two women are not related. Uh, the court records do not indicate whether either woman works at the Walmart. Wow. Um, we only know that something happened in the aisles of that, that Walmart. That thrown chicken. Chicken to the back of the head. Okay. Um, I used to make that. Chicken to the back parties. of the head? Yeah, chicken to the back Did of the head. It, I bet it was popular. <laughs> I want looking you, good. Did you, have you looked at the... Uh, I would like for you to look at the mugshot of Ms. Tahoney Fix. Yeah, she's like, and I did it, and I enjoyed it. And I would do it again. Yeah. She, by the way, uh, she's got she's got her own rap sheet. She was convicted last you year. You don't say. A woman what? who would randomly throw a cold chicken at right. somebody at a Walmart has a rap sheet? <laughs> she what? F- 
cast a forged check. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was placed on probation for nine months. She performed 50 hours of community service. And then she was arrested last month on a child endangerment charge. Okay. She is scheduled to be arraigned late November. I imagine she'll also have to answer for the cold chicken event. Thank you. Yeah, that seems like something that's getting added to her list. Which also is the name of um, a restaurant. Cold the, chicken. The cold chicken event. Okay. Bradley? Yeah. Where are we going next? Uh, we are in this case going to California and it has nothing to do with chicken the, uh, so far as I'm aware. But I do want to tell you about Andres Pena Manessis. And Mr. Manessis was booked on suspicion of grand theft and false or grand theft and theft by false pretenses, mm. which are both felonies. Sounds uh, fancy. I know. According to the Riverside Police Department, he was released after posting $57,000 uh, in bail. Now, it's it's not that he thefted grand or otherwise by false pretenses. It is what, um, nay, why he thefted that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. So I'm going to begin by telling you that Mr. Manessis is a fortune teller hmm. and he tells people he, he could see this coming. You'd think, well, maybe he did. We don't know where mm-hmm. this is going. Um, he is a quote fortune teller. I say quote because that's how they describe him. So he bills himself as a fortune teller and somebody showed up and said, Hey, I'll take this fortune telling experience. Uh, and he's like, great, give me some money. And, the lady was like, sure, I'll give you some money. And he goes, okay, so here's the thing. You've got some parasites inside of you that are eating you from the inside. And uh, also, there's a curse on you. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy to get rid of the curse and the parasites if you just give me a few hundred bucks. And she was like, whoa, okay, that's significant. So I guess I'm going to do that because I did come to a fortune teller who then told me these things. So, but wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. It turns out the first uh, go-round did not help. Um, Funny how that works. And he was like, yeah, so I'm going to need some more money Mm-mm. and uh, in order to get rid of this curse. And frankly, I, I'm going to need $50,000. Oh, no. Yeah. And she, she was like, well, that's a lot of money. He's like, I know, but your kids are in trouble, too. Oh, so no. Oh, no. Do you... Do you have any money? So um, that's when things went south, of course, because I don't know if you know this. I mean, she probably didn't have any parasites or demons. Yeah. Or, you know, a curse. And her kids probably also weren't in trouble. Yeah. But that's manipulative. Investigators identified uh, the suspect, Mr. Manessis, and learned that, oh, he'd also previously been arrested and convicted in 2019 for doing something similar, wherein he portrayed himself this time not as a fortune teller, but a faith healer and stole money from victims. So they served a search warrant on him, and when they found him, they found a significant amount of cash, along with several items such as a voodoo doll, tarot cards, altars, religious and satanic-type objects, also a small live snake that were used as part of the fraud uh, that he was committing on people. Apparently, um, yeah, it was weird. He would cut open the mattress and claim to have found a live snake inside with demonic-type things and letters stating that the victim's family was in danger. The snake was apparently a small pet python whose carrying container was found inside the business. So this was like, this was a thing. 
I just feel like... He also advertised his services on the radio. Not on my talk one. <laughs> no. Thank you very much. What radio station? Who does that? Yeah. I, this, you know, the thing that makes me the most sad about all of this is, like, I understand... It's, like, the people who are looking for the answers, who are, like, troubled by the fact that they have what they believe are, like, unsolved, you know, pains in their lives... And that they are going to listen to this guy who wants $50,000. I mean, I might just suggest a second opinion. If parasites were referenced. I feel like a doctor could help you out with that. I I think the doctor, even like a free clinic experience, you know, I utilized those a lot in my 20s. You can just go in. They'll give you an exam. Make sure you don't got nothing and send you on your way. Maybe give you some free condoms. It's fine. I'm just saying, do like get a second opinion because yeah. before you hand over fifty thousand dollars, you might just want to check somebody else and what uh, they have to say. I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, good news, he's in jail. Bye. Good. Bye. Have fun. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to have some fun. We like to play a little game every day at two forty-five. It's called the Throwback. What? After this, on my talk one hundred seven one. Another Lori and Julia moment. Gwyneth Paltrow, she was shilling capsules filled with sawdust that was supposedly going to make you horny. I'm just going to call her a well-documented menace to vaginas everywhere. Okay? (laughs) Okay. She's always sold vibrators. Now she's selling a vibrator that uh, heats up, so it's like putting a curling iron in your... Okay? (laughs) So, like I said... She will not rest until every vagina in the northern is hemisphere burned. is <laughs> singed, throbbing, singed, and begging for mercy. Lori and Julia, listen live or podcast at any time at mytalk1071.com or on the MyTalk app.